Welcome to Season 2, Episode 9 of Father and Dad, where we give you a candid, inside look at the shared journey of a seminarian on his path to fatherhood and his dad. I'm Dad, P.J. Carraher. And I'm Father, God willing, Stephen Carraher, his son. Yes, yes. Well, hey, it's uh, it's springtime for us, you know, beautiful weather, baseball and all that kind of things, but I know it brings... Beautiful weather one day, bad weather the next. <laughs> it's that kind of spring. That's 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 spring. That's spring in the Midwest, yes, so ex- we'll take it. Exactly. So how are things going for you at school? What does spring bring with you guys at, at, at school these days? Yeah, well, yeah, well, it's, you know, it's kind of like a normal school in that we have finals and we have tests and quizzes, but mm-hmm. what's beautiful about uh, being in seminary yeah. is that it's around this time where uh, some really interesting things start to happen in terms of formation. Like, for example, ju- just yesterday, yeah. um, we had uh, five guys who are who live in this house uh, be ordained deacons. Oh. Five five men from the Archdiocese of Detroit uh, get ordained to the transitional diaconate. Okay. Well, before we, I, I want to dive into that a little bit. You know about the, yeah, the particulars sure. of the five guys. But before we do. Let's talk a little bit about, you know, the diaconate and, and, and where, you know, what that role is, uh, specifically towards like your, your role of priestly formation and all of that and, and, and that. If you could help peel that back for us and lay that out for us, I appreciate it. Yeah, that. sure. Yeah, I know one of the most common questions I get as a seminarian is, are you a deacon yet? Um, and that's, that's a really, that's kind of an interesting question because I think there's just, you know, there's a lot of confusion about what's, what's that relationship between like deacon and priest. And, you know, sometimes they hear that seminarians come become deacons at some point before they become priests. So, uh, basically how it works, at least in the current way that we form priests in the United States. Um, and I think this is, I want to say this is universal, um, is that the very last year of your formation for the priesthood, you're ordained a deacon. So the deacon is like the first level of holy orders. There's three different levels of holy orders. The first is the the order of deacon. Second is the order of priest. And third is the order of bishop. Hmm. Uh, So at the end of our time in seminary, if everything works out, God willing, our our formation comes back good and we we hear God's call for us to be ordained, uh, to to advance to the priesthood, we'll be ordained to those first two levels of orders. Mm -hmm. First to the order of deacon, which will be ordained our very last year of seminary. And then at the very end of our seminary time, we'll be ordained priests. So the very last year of seminary, we spend as transitional deacons, which means that we get to do Um, A few different sacramental things. We're able to baptize um, people. We're able to witness marriages. Uh, We're able to, yeah, we're we're also able to preach the gospel or to uh, preach the, proclaim the gospel during mass. And we're also able to preach. So those are just a few things of, of uh, what really, deacons can do. back for me for a second. When you, when you say you're able to preach, does that mean give homilies? Is that what that means? In, to, to, to me, you guys, someone sitting in the pews, is that what that means? Or does that mean? Yeah, more? exactly. Yeah. So when, yeah. So when, you, when you're preaching, yeah. You're, so a deacon is able to preach a homily. Okay. Mm-hmm. So basically a transitional deacon who's going through seminary can do basically everything that a, uh, that a permanent deacon can do. Uh, so we know at St. At St. Thomas More, we have yeah. a few deacons with us. So, yes. and, and they're able to preach, they're able to baptize, they're able to witness marriages. So in the same way, it's the same, it's the same level of orders. So okay. um, a young man who's ordained to the transitional diaconate is able to do the same things, able to proclaim the bo- gospel, preach a homily. He's able to witness marriages and baptize. So, okay. 
Okay, very good, very good. Um, so let's let's uh, let's talk. You you'd mentioned uh, how many fellow seminarians? Five. Yeah, so we have five five guys who live in this house, and then we have we had another ordination to the deacon diaconate of a um, a man who is in religious life, a religious order okay. uh, deacon who is he takes class at our our, our school, uh, our seminary school, but he also he's in his own community. So we had okay. five guys from our community be ordained to the transitional diaconate yesterday. Huh. Now, were you were you there at the the, the ceremony and everything? Did you, uh... Yeah, I was there, and it was it was a, a real blessing to be able to do to to be there because yeah. what's so beautiful is so these are guys who are the class above me. Okay, which is kind of really interesting because you know this is this is year I just fin- I'm finishing up year four of of seminary, um, which means that at the end of next year, uh, God willing, I'll be ordained a deacon as well. Mm-hmm. So this is kind of my last time of like. Being on the outside looking in, or like ah, being on the bench watching, you know, watching watching the guys go up there, you know. In a certain sense, like I'm on deck, you know. <laughs> so it's kind of really, it's 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 something too, because it's a, a really beautiful experience yeah. to to see these guys, um, who I have, you know, I've built a relationship with these right. guys over the past two years, getting to know them, getting to know their stories, getting to know, um, you know, the things that they're good at you know, their charisms and also the things that might annoy me. And, you know, there's a, there's a really human, you know, cause we, we live in the same house, you know, we rub shoulders with each other and, uh, and it's a real blessing. I definitely wouldn't trade it for anything, but it's really beautiful to see just the humanity, yeah. um, in, in just like being a seminarian and, yeah. and, and going into orders because I know kind of like before seminary, you know, I think about my time as, you know, a student at St. Thomas More yeah. or, you know, maybe in high school, like priests to me kind of seemed like aliens, you know, yeah, they're kind no, of no, like, no, fair. or, separate, or like superhuman yeah. angels or something. Yeah. They're kind of like, they're, they're kind of like a different person from me. So mm-hmm. it's, it's really interesting to, to, you know, to enter seminary and you really can't think that because the guys who you're with right now are the guys who are, or who are being ordained. Uh, the, a joke goes, you know, a, a priest is just an ordained seminarian. You know, there's a certain sense <laughs> of like, you know, you really get to see the humanity of it okay. um, from okay. uh, from the perspective of a seminarian, and it's it's really beautiful too. Because I have two guys, two guys yeah. just got ordained who live on my floor, yeah. so I've been bumping into them just this past week and just kind of checking in with them and saying like, "Hey, how you feeling?" Or you know, and they're all you know, it, it's really beautiful because yeah, you know, you, let me hear. Or can you share? Or is this getting too personal? I, I, I can I can share a little bit. I yeah. can share a little yeah. bit. You know, there a lot of guys. You know, they're just very nervous. You know, it's yeah. like. Oh man, like, cause it's a very serious commitment. You know, you're making like some serious vows. It's kind of, it's, I would say it's, it's equivalent to like being married in a certain sense. Cause when you, when you, yeah. or when you're ordained a deacon, a uh, transitional deacon, you're, you're, you're promising um, at that point, like celibacy and you're, you're promising, you know, celibate chastity and you're promising obedience to the bishop. So, you know, there, there is a certain like very, this is a very serious step. You know, there's a very, a very serious vows that are being made here yeah. in preparation for, you know, the final vows of, of priesthood, you know, those final promises that yeah. these men will make in, in the next year. So there's, you know, there's a certain sense of healthy nervousness. You know, there's, okay. there's, there's a really beautiful sacred mystery that they understand that they're entering into. But also there's, they also mentioned that they have a real sense of peace as well. You know, yeah, that's seeing, what I was going to ask. What are some of the blessings that they, I, I know the nervousness, but if, have they felt like the Holy Spirit come in and, and, and that... You know, how's, how's that been? 
Yeah, what's well, so beautiful, um, and you just kind of see it, you know, they might say it explicitly or you you just know it implicitly is, you yeah. know, these guys didn't just walk into seminary last week, you know. Mm-hmm. These guys have been going through five years, six years, seven years of seminary formation. There's one guy who I think <laughs> on my floor who may have, this is like maybe his 12th or 11th year. <laughs> he, he did a, you know, he did a stint in, in, in college and then discerned out for a little bit and then came back in for wow. the final four or five wow. years. And, All right, let's just think about that i mean because that's all of that you, you know you get into the groove of being a seminary because this is from my perspective you know when you're doing things you get into the groove of doing that thing yeah and yes you're a seminarian and you're as you're a seminarian yes your goal is towards the priesthood but you get into the daily life of the seminarian but here's something that's calling you that's a, a checkpoint that says no it's not about being a seminarian it's about where you're going to that's right. And I could see that would almost be a little scary in a sense. It's almost upsetting the status quo, for lack of a better word. It's like, it's like, oh, it's, I'm no longer just a seminarian. Now I'm, you know, now I'm here. I'm, I'm ordained deacon. Um, that's right. You no, know, that's really interesting because that's kind of what I was, uh, another point that I was kind of saying, like, even like just, just my experience kind of yeah. going through all of these different, you know, ceremonies and ordinations. They really have been, and I've been blessed to, you know, see uh, several different diaconate and several different mm-hmm. priestly ordinations. And, you know, they're all like throughout the time of seminary, uh, you know, throughout the time of seminary, it's, you know, sometimes it does feel like school and it feels like you're bogged down in like the tests and the quizzes and the papers and you're mm-hmm. bogged down. Maybe like you're going through like a spiritual desolation, maybe some spiritual dryness, you know, in prayer, or maybe like the formators are getting on you or sometimes like, you know, the brothers are really rubbing off on you the wrong way. And, <laughs> and, and very, very, it's very easy to kind of just get stuck in like the yeah. mire and the muck of yeah. like, uh, the, like the humanity of seminary formation. And, and sometimes, you know, when you come in, you feel like it's just going to be like a, an emotional and spiritual high the whole time. But that's really not what seminary is. You know, seminary is, is, is more of like a roller coaster. You know, you have really high highs and really low lows. And, and during all that time, you're really seeing yourself grow and grow and grow in, in ways that you never thought possible. You know, in ways you're, you're seeing yourself trust more in God. You're seeing yourself build rela- a relationship with Christ and, and with your brothers. Um, so it's really interesting, like these moments of, of like ordinations, you know, these moments where you see men who you've journeyed with, you know, make those vows. It reminds you why you're here. Yeah. You know, I'm not I'm not yeah. here to be a seminarian forever. And there's no way that I can be a seminarian forever because there's really only two ways at a seminary. Either you're ordained or you discerned out. Yeah. So like, you know, we're not called and the formation, you know, lots of formators talk about this, this too. Yeah. You know, we're, we're not here to be eternal seminarians. You know, we're here to discern the priesthood. And it's good to have those little reminders along the way. And it's really beautiful too, to just kind of see like how I approached ordinations at the very beginning of my formation and how I approach ordinations now, now that I'm even closer, drawing even and even more and more closer to orders myself, you know, even next year, next June, God willing, I'll be ordained a deacon. So it's really beautiful to like check in with myself and say, and check in with God and say like, oh, wow, like I'm seeing these, this, these guys nervousness, nervousness, and I'm seeing their, you know, anxieties. And I'm also seeing their peace and I'm seeing their joy and I'm seeing their, um, yeah, just their desire to give themselves totally to serve the Lord. And it's, just really beautiful just to kind of like go back and bring that to prayer and see how the Lord has been working in my life. Yeah. Well, let me pick up on that a little bit because you said, okay, so you've, you've had a chance to witness 
right there on the on the human level friends boom that are went through that step right now and you're saying yes that's going to be you in a year maybe this is i hope i'm not getting too personal but do you where do you feel you need to to grow or what do you think is going to be your growth path to get you to that point next year or if you even th- is that something explicitly that you would think about or do do you feel like okay uh i'm gonna get there but here's something you know here are some things i want to work on a little bit before i get there or, or is there any yeah my little check? like to-do list Your or to-do something list. yeah thank you dude so does that make so did you is did you have come out of this like a to-do checklist of things like hey i see these guys i see this maybe i i wow i'm really impressed at how you know, whoever was ready for this. And I don't, I'm not sure I'm there yet. Do I need to? And, and that's where I'm getting a little, I hope I'm not getting too personal, but I mean, uh, and if you don't want to talk explicitly, are there things that you do you, did you come out with a little bit of a checklist? And if you want to speak in in detail, that's fine. If not, you know, just, just curious. Yeah, no, I'd, I'd like to get into this too, because I definitely think at the very beginning of my time in formation, going to these ordination events and, and experiencing kind of like these decision point moments, yeah. I was feeling within myself, like needing, like I feel my, I felt like I need to make for myself like that to-do list, you know, I'm like, oh wow, like, you know, the, the, one of the very first, you know, people who are, one of the very first priests who I saw ordained was, uh, was Father Declan. Yeah. You know, and I, I went through seminary with him for one year when he was just Deacon Declan over at Mundelein. Yeah. And just seeing him ordained a priest, I uh, was like, oh, wow, like, this is like a real thing that is coming up in my life. And like, wow, there is so much more that I need to do. I need to do this. I need to do that. I need to do that. I need yeah. to do that. Uh, it becomes like a real checklist because, and, and, and it's kind of tough too, because in that, in that moment, it, you, you're, you're comparing yourself with somebody else. True. And in that, in that comparison with somebody else, you know, you might say like, oh, wow, like this, this guy who I've been journeying with, who's now a priest is really good at this, you know, maybe, maybe like I, I'm, I'm walking with a priest who's like a, like, for example, one of the guys who just got ordained yesterday, mm-hmm. um, is just, he, he has a real charism for like administration, okay. right? This guy is, this guy's really good at organizing people. He's really good at like communicating a vision and he's, and he's really, and you can tell that he gets just so much joy from it. Um, and it's tempting to say like, oh wow, like I really need to be like, you know, this new, this new deacon, you know, I, you know, that's what I need. I need to get to that point before ordination. But in a certain sense, like we have to remember that, you know, it's not good to be comparing ourselves with others and that there is, there is a certain standard of virtue that is expected of of a man. We know when he's, he's, he's moving towards orders, when he's moving towards the diaconate, towards the priesthood, but there's also a certain sense that we have to be comfortable with the, with the charisms that we have and we have been given because the, the thing is, is that the Holy Spirit has given us all different tools or different, you know, things that we're good at. Because what's so beautiful about our church is that, you know, it is a church. It requires many, different people working parts, together. Many parts, one body, right? Many parts, one body. You know, if, if the hand can't say to the eye, I don't need you, nor the eye can't say to the hand, I don't need you, right? There's a certain sense that we need those guys who are administrators. We also need those guys who are very pastoral or very shepherding. We also need those guys who are really good teachers, you know, guys who are really good, you know, zealous uh, evangelists. Mm-hmm. And, and we 
all need, and there is a certain sense where we all need to be, you know, all things in all to a certain extent, but there's also, but guys have, do have natural charisms and it's really tough when, you know, you're looking at them and you see like, wow, like I would love to imitate this guy's this. And that's good. It's good to like imitate them insofar as, you know, God is calling us to, but there's also a certain sense where you have to step back and say like, Lord, you're not calling me to be Jesus. You know, Mm -hmm. you're not calling me to like save everybody. You're calling me to be your instrument, you know, and just, and it's, it's beautiful too, like kind of going through seminary. So when I'm experiencing these decision points now, there's a certain sense of like a deeper trust in the Lord and saying like, Lord, like I don't have this guy's this, I don't have this, this guy's that, Mm -hmm. but I, I am growing in my, my trust in you. You know, I know that whatever, whatever situations that you put me in, you know, you're going to give me the grace to, to do what you need me to do in those situations. You know, God willing, when I'll be making my promises next year, you know, those are, those are promises that, uh, in the ordination, right. It's, it's, I think the, the prayer is something to the effect of like, you know, may God give you the grace to live out the calling that he has given you, Mm. you know, God calls you and then God gives you the grace to live it out. So there's, there's a certain danger in comparing yourself to others because you think that you have to be perfect. You know, you're the savior. You're yeah. the guy who's going to change everything. But what's so beautiful is like, at the end of the day, ordination isn't about you. Ordination is about giving praise to Jesus Christ because you're going out into his vineyard and you're doing the work that he has given you. And it's really beautiful, too, because I think the, the five deacons who we just got ordained are just very beautiful images of that. You know, they're very, you know, they, they all have their different gifts. They all have their different weaknesses, and they'd be the first ones to point them out. <laughs> um, you know, it's, it's really beautiful, too. One of my favorite things, it just happened this morning. We had a couple of deacons. Uh, who just got ordained, so, like assist at the mass yeah. uh, this morning. So like freshly ordained, they've never go. done it before. And like, these guys are like super nervous, you know, it's like, oh, it's like, oh, like, when do I, when do I lift the chalice or like, when do I do this or when do I do that? And it's just kind of like talking to them beforehand. It's like, oh yeah, that's right. You've never, this is the first time you're first time. ever going to, you're going to be saying this. And it's just so beautiful too. Cause you know that like, this is like the first step on a journey that's going to take the rest of their lifetime, yep. you know? So it's like, you know, they, it might be a little messy today, but you know, we can check back in a year, two years, five years when they're priests and just see like the growth in that. So it's, it's beautiful to see like their humility to say like, like, no, I'm not perfect. You know, I'm not, I don't have all the charisms, all the gifts, but I do trust the Lord enough that he's going to give me the grace necessary to live out these promises that I've made. I am going to kind of flip. I'm going to take a, I'm going to take a counterpoint to what you just said. And not, I'm not disagreeing, but I'm going to take a little counterpoint. So what you said is, hey, we have to go with the charisms that we have. But, and I'm thinking, of course, as I always think from my work, you know, some software, I enjoy going to conferences when I see different people, how they do things differently. So they have, mm-hmm. and yeah, maybe I don't have that skill, but maybe I see that as maybe that's something I need to develop or maybe by seeing different people, by seeing different charisms, so I'm going to bring it back to you, by seeing people with different charisms, maybe though that's also, I don't know, I want to say necessarily a challenge, but it's a, you get to see how people do different things differently and maybe you that makes an imprint on you. Um, I'm going to go back to software real, 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 real quick. Uh, remember, I worked at that startup, and I don't know if you remember, I had, um, I had taken, I had left briefly for a six month period 
uh, from from the startup to go work somewhere else. And it was probably the best thing I did because I got to see how other people did things. Mm-hmm. And then I came back, to the, the startup wanted me back and I came back to them. So sometimes, well, yes, I I know that there are things that, that I do, but it's also okay to, st- I, I think the balance, for me, the balance is, is, let's see what other people do. I'm not those other people, but maybe that's challenging me a little bit. And so and I guess what I'm saying to you is that, you know, yes, so this other guy, he's an administrator, but you know, maybe learn a few things off of him. You know, it doesn't mean you have to be the great administrator, but it's you can share ideas. Um, and also kind of makes me think about, so, you know, you're going through the formation process now with your fraternity brothers, basically. Uh, these are people probably when you're out there, maybe you, uh, you can tap and say, hey, I, I want to run some ideas past you. I don't, I'm just, maybe I'm just talking, but. Just yeah, no, absolutely. No, I think I think that's uh, you, you definitely bring a good point. There's I, I think there's a both end here. You know, there's yeah. a certain sense where, yeah, absolutely. Seeing these guys like seeing my 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 new deacon friend, you know, administrate. I'm like, wow, yeah. that's really cool. And there is definitely some things that I'm like, I'm going to be doing that. I'm going to try that out. Yeah, because um, what's so beautiful about about seminary formation is, you know, it's not just the priests who are assigned to us, who are forming us. You know, it's our brothers who yes. we're living with who are also yes. forming us. So there's a certain sense of like, you know, I see guys doing stuff that I really like and seeing stuff that I really want to imitate. And I, you know, you have free, you know, God has given us, you know, in a certain sense, them to, you know, inspire us and to help us to build the virtues that he desires us for the, for the ministry. There's also a sense too, like you can't, but you can't go swing so far that side without forgetting that like, you know, the Lord has given you talents, you know, there's a certain sense too. It's like, you know, you see your brother do something really awesome. It's an opportunity to praise the Lord and say, and and thank him for like this really great guy who's got a, you know, he's got this really great talent, this penchant for doing this. It's also a, a time for you to praise, you know, God for the gifts that he's given you as well. Right. Um, and just recognize that you, you know, you are, have been gifted something from the Lord and he desires yep. you to use it for the church. Yep. But it's all, you're also right too, in, in the sense that like, you know, these are, you know, there's a certain sense that, you know, we gain them by infusion, but yes. we also gain them by doing them, you know, True. it's a certain, we, we, you know, there's a certain sense where, you know, we can see somebody do something really well and imitate them and then we can get a lot of good fruit from it and, uh, and and that's a really beautiful experience as well. So it's a both end. It's a it's yeah, a both end. Yeah, yeah. So. I, I was just playing devil's I love it. No, I'm, that's no, that's good. That's good. Balance is always good. Actually, that about wraps it for me. Or did I leave anything? Uh, no, I think I I think that was good. That's a that's a good uh, good look at the diaconate there. Yeah, and actually. Uh, we will touch base on this, of course, again. And uh, if not uh, before, we'll definitely be touching base on it in, in 12 months. <laughs> in about 12 months, yeah. In about 12, 12 actually, I think probably like oh, more June. closer to like 14 months. Yeah. Yeah, because the Diocese of Gary does it in June. That's right. That's right, yeah. This is a very early ordination. Yeah, you surprised me when you mentioned that at first. But yeah, so there we go. But we'll definitely, definitely come back come back to this topic and it's a a great topic so all right well thank you much for sharing today um to those of you uh who are listening um remember that there is no charge for father and dad but we do ask for one form of payment if you like what you've heard tell two friends about it thank you for listening and uh we'll see you next month